Hi there, and welcome to episode 6 of the podcast, This Week from Israel. I'm your host, Josh Hoffman. Let's start with our topic of the week, the end of an era. At least for now, Benjamin Netanyahu's 14 years as prime minister has come to an end, with a new government just installed here in Israel. This is truly the end of an era. Just in numbers, 14 years in the state of Israel's 73-year history represents nearly 20% of Israel's modern history. 20%, think about that. Bibi was born in Tel Aviv in 1949. His father was a world-renowned historian, and Bibi was raised in Jerusalem before the family moved to the United States, where he attended high school in Philadelphia. In 1973, Bibi became a captain in the elite Sayeret Matkal unit of the Israeli army, after taking part in raids on Jordan and Lebanon and fighting in the Yom Kippur War. In 1976, Bibi graduated from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, but ended his doctorate studies in political science to return to Israel, after his brother Yoni became the only Israeli commando killed in the Entebbe raid to free passengers from a hijacked plane in Uganda. In 1996, Bibi was elected Israel's youngest ever prime minister at the age of 46. He later lost to Ehud Barak and took a break from politics. In 2019, Bibi was re-elected Israel's prime minister, beginning his record 12 consecutive years in charge. Finally, in 2019, Bibi was indicted for bribery, fraud, and breach of public trust after a three-year corruption investigation that could put him in jail. Over the course of Bibi's recent 12-year tenure, Israel has enjoyed great success. A great economy and a strong Israeli shekel, record tourism year after year, seemingly unlimited foreign investment both in startups and real estate, four historic normalization agreements with Arab states, and so on. So what do we make of Bibi? What will be his legacy? A few years ago, I came across a quote from the great Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius. It goes like this. Waste no more time arguing what a good man should be, be one. Now more than ever, we are so quick to judge other people, especially people in the public eye. Athletes, celebrities, politicians, entrepreneurs. Do people in the public eye have more responsibility than the so-called average Joe to be and do better? Maybe yes, maybe no. But do many of us also judge many of these people in the same way that we judge ourselves? Each person can answer that for him or herself. But if Marcus Aurelius's quote means anything to you like it does to me, I hope that we can focus less on how other people could and should be better and more on our individual selves and how each one of us can be better and do better every single day. A weekly Hebrew lesson. The word for movie in Hebrew is seret or swatim for movies. But my favorite part about this word is how Israelis use it in Hebrew slang in three different ways. Lichyot beseret and lasot swatim. Lechot swatim literally means to eat movies, and it is used as a response to someone who is worrying more than necessary. For example, if you tell me that you think your boss is going to fire you for no apparent reason, I might just say to you, Atauchel swatim, you're eating movies. Then there's lichyot beseret, which literally means to live in a movie. This saying is used when someone is exaggerating or not being realistic. For example, if I say to you that I want Izzy to have 5 million subscribers in just 2 years, you might say to me, Atachai Beseret, you're living in a movie. Finally, there's La Asot Swatim, which literally means to make movies. This saying is used when someone is making an unnecessary fuss or creating drama for no good reason. It's typically used between romantic partners when they get in a fight, and I might just be speaking from experience. Someone Special 
Ayal Bowers is one of Israel's top film experts. In 2011, he was appointed head of the film and television track at Ariel University's Moskowitz School of Communication. And in 2018, Ayal was named chairman of the Israel Film Council. He was also a member of the Israeli Documentary Filmmakers Forum from 2008 to 2018, as well as a member of the Israeli Academy of Film and Television from 2014 to 2018. In addition, Ayal has participated in the production of four titles, including producing and directing the feature documentary film Liver Diane and Tebi, which you can watch on Izzy. I caught up with Ayal to learn more about Israeli cinema, and you can check out my interview with him via Izzy magazine at www.helloisrael.tv magazine. One good thing. Citizen of the cinema from our friends at the Jerusalem Post. Roni Felus is the founder of two Italian-themed film festivals in Israel, Film Festival Cinema Italia and Finita La Commedia. His passion for cinema and for connecting Italians and Israelis through films brought him back to Israel. He says that he wanted to do something more creative and that he always felt a connection to Israel and Jewish culture, so he became more active in the Jewish community in Rome. Roni organized holiday gatherings and Jewish book days for the local Jewish community, and in 2006, he organized the first Israeli film festival in Rome, which became the turning point in his life. It was a great success, and it reached way beyond the Jewish community. In 2013, during the Tel Aviv-based Dakaviv Film Festival, he had a revelation. Just as there's an Israeli film festival in Rome, he thought, there should be a mirror festival of Italian movies in Israel. A year later, Cinema Italia came to life in Israel, and in 2016, Roni founded the second festival in Israel, dedicated specifically to Italian comedies, which also became a fixture on the local cultural calendar. In 2019, Roni left Tuscany and his own olive tree orchards, where he still produces high-quality olive oil today, and Rome, where he lived most of his life, to return to Tel Aviv, where he was born. Anyone who meets Roni Felus at least once thinks of him as an expert on movies, Basia Monka writes in the Jerusalem Post. I am not an expert, Roni says. I am the biggest lover of the cinema. And by the way, speaking of film festivals, Israel's most anticipated film festivals are coming back to theaters throughout this summer as more coronavirus regulations are lifted every week. The lineup includes the Tel Aviv International Student Film Festival happening between June 20th to June 26th, Doc Aviv, Israel's premier documentary festival here in Tel Aviv from July 1st to July 10th, the Jerusalem Film Festival from August 24th to September 4th, and the Haifa International Film Festival, traditionally held during the Jewish holiday of Sukkot, will happen again in autumn, returning as usual to in-person events. That wraps up this episode of This Week from Israel. I'm your host, Josh Hoffman, saying we'll see you next time from Tel Aviv.